There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the Yantav of Tubishvat. Less it's spoken about in the, uh, in the earlier Svarim, and the more it becomes an Indian as we get closer and closer to Mashiach. The clearer it is that it's a, it's a Mashiach Teki Yantav. Sadiq writes about Bishchidesh. We spoke this out before. Sadiq writes from Sisi Alayla that the fact that people are starting to Make Bishchidesh to this. And again, Rabbi talking already 150 years ago. It's becoming more and more prevalent and something which is happening more and more off, more and more places in Kuala Yisrael. That people are making an Indian, an Asik out of Bishchidesh. It's not just today where davening is a little bit longer. You don't say Tachanon, you say Halal and Kriyasak Torah, but it's a day when people are making Sudas. People are starting to recognize the importance. Rabbi says that clearly, if that's something that's taking place as we get closer to Mashiach, then it obviously means that Bishchidesh is a Mashiach Tikiyantif. Sadiq's Mayrach over there, exactly why Rish Chedesh is Meshech Tegyantif. But it's the same thing when it comes to Tubishva, the same thing when it comes to Lag Ba'imer, the same thing when it comes to Pesach Sheni, Purim Katan, all these Yom Taven that maybe 30, 40 years ago, a few Tzadikim were making an Indian out of. They become a foursome in Klal Yisrael. But everybody in Klal Yisrael is doing something for Tubishva. Maybe eating a little bit of fruit, maybe, maybe learning something, seeing a niggin, but everybody's doing something. It means that it's Meshech Tegyantif. It means that it's the Yantif which is connected to the Geula. And there's a lot to talk about. It's a very, very deep yantif, and like we said, the less it's written about, the, the deeper obviously it is. The more hidden, hidden underneath the surface it, surface it is. But just I was reading a Maisa today about Reb Nassim that I thought it's Kadai to begin with. And again, maybe we'll, we'll talk throughout the, uh, throughout the night about some other Nyanam as well. But today's Reb Nassim's Yartzai. Reb Nassim of Breslov was, I'm mean, not his Yartzai. Today's his birthday. He was born on the day of Tubishva. I was reading a Maisa about what happened in one year on his birthday. Apparently, Barb Nassim used to celebrate his birthday. Maisa goes that there wasn't just one party, but there was a suda that took place at night, and there was another suda that took place by day. Nassim writes the following things, and you may or not, the beautiful things we have from Rab Nassim is Rab Nassim wrote a diary, how much day-to-day of everything that he went through, not just externally, not just the places that he visited, it's not a journal, it's not just, you know, here I went here, I went there, I went there, but it's what's also taking place on the inside, the feelings, the emotions, the things that are taking place. Nassim writes the following thing, San Chamisha Asra Today of his birthday. He says, Asr of Yaakov Yasef Sudabesai made a big suda. Now it's not clear exactly if it's just for his birthday, birthday, or and for the Tubishva. But that's the Etzla Kalanal, the Rabbi Rabdaiv was there as well. He's talking about exactly what happened by the Suda. And uh, he says, he says, We had a long suda. We spent Mamish Kamatal the evening, sitting for bringing, talking about. The Rebbe, Rav Nachman, talks in a few places about how the tzaddik, every tzaddik is a bechin of an elon, of a tree. And talmidim of the tzaddik are like the branches, the anathem of the tree, and the paris of the tree, and the various levels of branches. You can have branches that are the main branches that have many other branches attached to them. And obviously, if it's a yantif of Tubishvat, a yantif, when you talk about the elon, Rosh Hashanah le'ilon, like the Zerah Kaddish points out, it doesn't say le'ilon nice, but it's le'ilon, singular. And obviously, it means, it's also talking about the tzaddik. And they spent a long time with the Tubishvat Suda, talking about the tzaddik, talking about Rav Nachman. Rasen says, I was very, very tired. Why? The night before, there was also a Suda, also a Fabrengan. And he says he didn't sleep properly the night before. He didn't have enough sleep. And he didn't have enough time during the day to sleep. So he's already been up most of the night before. He didn't, sleep. He didn't, he didn't have a chance to take a nap during the day. And he's very tired. He said, it was come at night. I figured I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm not going to wake up to eat supper. That was his rutsa not to wake up to eat supper. Ach, however, kamti. Koydim suddis Arif. says, I happened to have woken up. Woken up from his nap. And he woke up, he woke up before supper. 
Says I wasn't. I don't have an appetite. Give him Ate a little bit of food. So he woke up. It's two bishvat. It's the end and end of two bishvat. They already davened Ma'ariv. It seems like they davened Ma'ariv already before, you know, before Shkiaf, sure before Ben Atam. They davened a little bit early. And Mosin says the following: says he woke up, ate a little bit of food. He didn't have an appetite. Then I remembered. Says that the day of two bishvat passed, and I didn't have proper simcha. He said the whole day went by. It's a day which is a yantif, a day which is you don't say tachinon, a day which a person should be having an extra simcha, the simcha of the ilan. Every person's an ilan, there's a schatches taking place. I didn't have simcha, I didn't have proper simcha. Vishalti lesameach atzmi. He said, I started to become happy. And he's sitting by himself and he starts having simcha. He starts becoming happy. But Yisi Shem Rabshaya, there was a year of Shaya over there from Charkis, a year of Shaya, another breast of a chassid. Vichitafti Yisai. Nachman says, I grabbed him. I grabbed him into my simcha against his will. Nachman talks about the concept of when a person's dancing and you see somebody standing off on the side, you have to go over and schlep the person in. You have to schlep the person into the circle. Nachman did this. He's dancing on his birthday by himself. He's standing there. It's his birthday. It's two bishvat. It's a day when he should have been besimcha and he didn't feel like his besimcha karai. He woke up. He pumped up and have woken up. Nachman starts dancing by himself. He sees another year of Shaila and he grabs her Shaila in Balkarchai. He said, you didn't want to dance with him, but I pulled him. I'm very, very stark. Rasen says, I, I forced him. He wasn't able to fight back and he wasn't able to break my Rasen and he was forced to dance with me. The person schleps the other person into the circle. Eventually, the dancing alone will, will have an effect on the person and he couldn't hold back anymore. Like Nachman writes, at the beginning, a person needs to force himself to be besimcha. And then you dance, even if you're not feeling it. And you dance, even if it's balkarachai. And eventually, a person ends up feeling happy. As he writes, These little rikudin that we had at the end of Tu Vishva, the simcha on that night. Was It was precious in my eyes. May pause or may pnim more than all the precious jewels in the world. Because I'd given up hope on being able to have simcha. I already went to sleep, and he hadn't slept the night before properly. He was exhausted, and he went to sleep planning on sleeping for the night, which means he gave up on the opportunity to be besimcha on the day of Tubishma. Hashem helped me. Love you, lesimcha oz shu etzli davar gadol. To come to Yidei Simcha, which is a Davar Gadol. Anytime that I have the capability to be B'Simcha, I feel a B'chal, even on a weekday. So it was a Wednesday, even on a regular Wednesday, who etzli yakr ma'oid u mitzvah g'dayla. It's yakr ma'oid and it's a mitzvah g'dayla. Karabbeinu z'chayin al-avracha, he's Irani. He told me personally, ma'oid ma'oid li ach sameach tamid. To be B'Simcha tamid. Olach riach atzmenu. And to force ourselves, even if you're just dancing silly, just for the sake of becoming happy. It was Wednesday. He says from that simcha, he was able to be ma'ir himself that he got out of bed when he thought that he would sleep the whole night. And he thought that he gave up on the opportunity. To be besimcha on Tubishvat, to be besimcha on the fact that it was his birthday, and he was also having a Rosh Hashanah. That a birthday is Rosh Hashanah for a person. The fact that he was able to wake up 
be able to dance besimcha with this Yidrup Shaila who wasn't interested in dancing. Through that, he was able to be besimcha gamba Shabbos Kodesh. I taught him how to really be besimcha. I taught the Yidrup Shaila how to really dance, and he was able to be besimcha on Shabbos. And he says, I was besimcha over there. Simcha simcha katana all the simcha that I had on the journey was all in order to be able to get me to Eretz Yisrael. Without the simcha that I had on the journey, that I had on this day of Tu on the way that I was going to Eretz Yisrael, I would have never been able to get to Eretz Yisrael. I was just thinking today, I was reading the story because today's, today's on Nassim's birthday, so I was reading a little bit of Nassim. This is really the site of Tu B'Shvat. The site of Tu B'Shvat, like all the Swarms say, and again, it's the Swarms Shutam Ad Ma'oid, but the site of Tu B'Shvat is this Indian. It's this Indian that everything's done, that the day's already over. Russell went to sleep, got into pajamas, went to sleep. He didn't want to wake up for supper. Everything's over. And he had total yish from the ability to be able to be besimcha. Everything fell apart. And then he wakes up. He's able to get himself out of bed. And he picks himself out of bed. He doesn't smile. He starts to dance. And not just dance by himself. He starts to schlep, schlep another yid into the circle. And him and Rapshal, and they dance. And Russell says the dance that they had wasn't just stomp. The dance that they had was yucker etzli more than all the precious jewels in the world, more than anything else in the world, the simcha that he was able to have, the oymuk of what takes place in Tu is a simcha which is able to come after all, after all, of, all, all yish happened already. After, after Reb Nassim writes the siyashti already, already a total yish, that's where the simcha of Tu is able to come. Reb Nassim's secret, Reb Nassim writes very often, he wrote this, I don't know, very often he wrote this, he told his chassidim, that Reb Nachman's main Indian was the Indian of Rosh Hashanah. Reb Nassim said, my main Indian is the Indian of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the ability to be able to start again. And Yom Kippur is not just one time a year. There's Yom Kippur and Yom Kippur Katan. And every day is Bechini of Yom Kippur. Every day is Hashem. We see Yud Gimel Midas. If you have an Asachsfar again and again and again is Yom Kippur. That a person is able to start again and again and again and again. And at that point when you think that everything's finished. You think that there's nothing left. Something's taking place underneath the surface. In a way that maybe you can't see. In a way that maybe you gave up. But something's happening underneath the surface. Shaitan Ahelge, Chsam Sefer, Chsam Sefer writes in the Tshuva that even in the Ibriyar, when Lachayru, we would think that the Tubishvat, the Sraf Oyla Be'ilan, should only happen next month. Because if we're so far away from, the, from Chaydish Nisan, we're so far away, Zakta Chsam Sefer doesn't happen in two, it doesn't happen in Purim Katan. The Sraf Oyla Be'ilan happens a month early. It happens in the month of Tubishvat. Even though Tubishvat's two months away from the Indian of when we would normally be from the Indian of Purim. It's Purim Katan and then regular Purim, Afal Pekin. There's a Sraf Oyla Be'ilan. It's freezing cold outside. I think this week was probably the coldest week, probably the coldest week of the winter we had this year. It was snow and it's cold, it's freezing. But Zaktim Nassim, don't give up. Zaktim Nassim, you have the ability to get out of bed, put your clothing back on, and you can dance. It's the end of the day. Everything, person, at the end of the day is when a person says, I gave up, it's night already, and got into bed. And Nassim said, I don't want to wake up to eat, and he had no appetite. And Pasha said, he had no appetite because when a person is not feeling the simcha, a person has no appetite. Simcha goes with, simcha goes, brings a person an appetite. A person feels the simcha, a person is interested in eating. When a person is ba'atzvah, a person doesn't want to eat. Nassim said, I was at the end. I got into bed already, in pajamas. And I went to sleep, but then I woke up again. I had the ability to be able to get out of bed and to be able to start to dance again. The difference between a field and a tree is that a tree doesn't need to be replanted again every year. It's the same tree. You plant it once, and the roots take root, and the roots are there, and then the tree starts to grow, and everything falls apart, and then there's tchiyas hamesim, again, and again, and again, and again, it happens every year. A field, you plant it, the wheat grows, you cut it down, it's chaga asif, then you have to go ahead, and you have to plow it again, you have to rip up the ground, and you have to plant again, and you have to fertilize it again, and you have to water it again, and you have to do the whole avoid again from the beginning. A tree's not like that. 
A tree means that the tree is still there. That even when everything fell apart, the roots are still there, the yisoid is still there, the foundation is still there, and it has the ability to be able to start again. It takes place every single year, beginning on Tu and headed towards Purim, and headed towards Pesach, Pesach is the Hilada, and that's, that simcha is a simcha of recognizing that nothing needs to change, that I don't need to wait until tomorrow morning to be able to dance. Rasen says tonight, tonight I can get up out of bed after I already gave up on today, and I have the ability to dance again. That's what it means to, that's what it means to have real eschachos. Nassim was a neshama chadasha. Nassim was a, a, a neshama that was connected to the idea of eschachos. Having a birthday means that I'm starting all over again. And a person has a birthday every day and every moment of his life. Which means that every moment of a person's life, a person's starting over again. I said over many times before that the tzaddikim say, they say over in the name of tzaddikim, that in the day that a person's created, the day that a person's born is the day that the Rebbein decided that the world doesn't have the, the world can't exist without you in the world. And therefore, the, you needed to exist. And therefore, there's a simcha that takes place in, on a person's birthday. But the emesis is, doesn't happen on a person's birthday. It happens every moment of a person's life. You're not alive now because you were alive a minute ago. Because Rabbi Hashem decided to put you back in this world and to continue to give you life at this moment. You're only alive right now because Rabbi Hashem wanted you to be alive right now. Because today at 11.25, the Hashem decided that the world can't exist without you right now. Not 30, 40, 50 years ago. Not 20 years ago. Today, right now, the Hashem decided the world can't exist without you. So I don't have to wait until my birthday. I don't have to wait until Rosh Hashanah. I don't have to wait until Rosh Chodesh. I don't have to wait until I get out of bed tomorrow morning. Tonight, Rosh said, get out of bed. Put your clothing back on and start to dance. And you don't feel it and you don't have an appetite <coughs> and you're not interested, not interested in dancing. So come on, do it anyways. Force yourself to dance and you'll start to be able to be besimcha. Because that's the secret of Tubashva. That everything fell apart, but nothing really fell apart. You have the ability to start again with the same roots and the same tree and the same branches and you can just get a brand new crop, a brand new fruit. That's the side of what takes place in Tu This is why, Shaitan Tzfarim HaGadoshim, that the day of Tu is connected to Midas HaYisoyed. Midas HaYisoyed is connected to Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik is the epitome of somebody who fell all the way, all the way down. He goes all the way to the bottom, bottom, bottom pit. Literally, figuratively, emotionally, spiritually, everything. Everything's cut off from Yosef HaTzadik's life. Yosef HaTzadik gets back up again. He falls down. All the way to the bottom, he goes to Eshbaitifa and he falls into the jail again and he gets back up and he rises to the top of the jail. And then he gets out of the jail and he rises to the top of Pare. Every place that Yosef Atzadik goes, he goes to the bottom and everything looks like it fell apart. Yosef Atzadik is thrown into the pit. His brothers want to kill him. There's no Amshacha. That's it. Yosef Atzadik's done. He's like the Yosef Atzadik, I'm not taking my clothing off. I'm not putting my pajamas on and saying that's it. Yosef Atzadik says, I still believe that I'm going to be a Melech. I still believe that my dreams are going to come true. I still believe that it's going to happen. Maybe not now, maybe in 20 years, maybe in 22 years. Maybe it's going to take a while for it to happen, but it's going to happen. Yosef Atzadik is the one who's maimed that even after everything fell apart, there's this chachos, the things start all over again. The mazal of chaydash of shvat is the dli. Dli means a bucket. And in order, for, in order to utilize the bucket, the only way you can get water out of the well is that the bucket has to go all the way, all the way down to the bottom. It has to go down to Shal 10, 20, 30 feet under, underneath the ground. And only over there, once the bucket hits the bottom, it's rock bottom, then the bucket's able to be filled with water, and then you can pick the bucket back up. That's the state of Tu It's a Sraf Oyla Be'ilan. Rashi's Lashon is that all the Geshamim, Rav the Geshamim, has already come down, and then the Sraf is Oyla Be'ilan. Everything's down, but it's Yerida, but it's Tzerech everything's fallen, everything's fallen apart, all the leaves have fallen off, all the fruit have fallen off, but it's just the Yerida L'Tzerech Everything's going to restart again. It's the Indian of Hailada. Rav Nachman writes in, in, in Sikh Saran, 
that the Indian of the Chaydesh, the Chaydesh of the Chaydesh of the, the months of the Chayref, the months of the winter are like an Ib, uh, like an Ibr, it's like, it's like when, a, when a person's in that state of pregnancy and the months of the Kayets, the months of the summer is that Indian of Leda. Klai Yisrael by Pesach is when Klai Yisrael was born as a nation. That's Klai Yisrael's Leda, that's when Klai Yisrael's children. Shaitan Zerah that's why we have to be so careful about the food that we eat on Pesach. It's like a little baby child, an infant child. They can't just eat whatever food they want, but they have to be very careful. You can't give them honey and you have to give them formula and you have to be careful about the food that we eat because they're brand new babies on Pesach. But before the Leda that takes place on Pesach, there needs to be a pregnancy. And a pregnancy means that on the outside, it looks like nothing's happening. On the outside, it looks like it just Today is the same as yesterday, and in a month is the same as a month before. But if you take a sonogram, if you're able to look underneath the surface, see something's taking place. And it's not just the same as what, what it was a week ago or two weeks ago. Now there's a heart, and now there's lungs, and now there's a heartbeat, and now there's a brain, and now there's, now there's fingers being formed, and now the child is being formed in a way that you can't see it. And suddenly in one moment there's a leda, and in that moment of leda, everything that was taking place underneath the surface comes to the surface. And everything's able to, able to come out and you're able to see what really was taking place underneath the surface the whole time. Nachman writes, that's chaydish, those, are the, those are the months, the chadshe'a The months of the winter, it's not that everything fell apart. It's just everything's taking place underneath the surface. It looks like everything fell apart. It looks like there's no more, there's no more fruit on the trees. It looks like there's no more leaves on the trees. But shraf is oil be'ilan. Underneath the surface, something's moving up. Something's taking place. It's yurida, but it's yurida l'tzerech aliyah. It's a lead that goes down, but it picks itself back up. This is the site of why Rab Nassim's birthday is on Tubishvat. This is Rab Nassim's secret. Nassim's secret is the one who's able to say the last words of Nassim said in his life. The last three words that he said was Chaynen Amar Belislayach. The Barnsham's Chaynen is tremendous Chaynen. Matnas Chinaman with Chayn is Chaynen Hamar Belislayach again and again and again and again. The Barnsham never stops, never stops. Never stops forgiving Yid. When he is able to say, not when, I'm, not when I'm literally in my bed, but when I feel like I'm in my bed, when I feel like I already put my pajamas on and I put the cover over my head and I feel like the day's over and I'm exhausted and I have no appetite and it's it. Today, today was a nice day, but I'm done with the day. So Dr. Abnassim, get yourself out of bed, put your clothing back on and start to dance because that's the secret of Tu Bishvat, to recognize that nothing really fell apart, that everything's still taking place. It's just taking place underneath the surface in a way that you can't see, in a way of Sayyid, in a way of Midas Sayyid Sayyid, in a way of Yosef Atzadik who's in the bar, but at the same time, everything's being set into, set into place. Everything's being set into motion already, that as he's in jail already, Pari's already having the dreams, everything's being working, that Yosef Atzadik could go from being an Eved to being a Melech, that Yosef Atzadik could be from being on the bottom to being on the top. This is the secret of Tu Bishvat. Hashem should always, we should be Zeicha, to be able to recognize that when we feel like we're done. We feel like everything's over. We feel like there's nothing more that we want to do rather than pull the cover over our heads and stay in pajamas and stay another day in bed and another day in bed. We've given up on life and we've given up on our dreams to recognize that Yosef Tzaddik is Megalatas, that it takes a long time. Yosef Tzaddik's dreams weren't, weren't fulfilled in a day. It took 22 years, Yosef Tzaddik was away from his father, went through tremendous nasyonis and hardships and ruchnias and gashmias. Yosef Tzaddik says, but believe it's happening underneath the surface. Believe that the brothers are one day going to come down to Mitzrayim and bow down to you and they're going to recognize you as the king and Yaakov Avinu is going to recognize you as the king. It's going to happen. It's just going to take time. But he is able to be maimen, that when I want to stay in bed, I can get out of bed and I, don't, I may not want to get out of bed, but like Ramnasen says, I can force myself to get out of bed and to start to dance again then I'm gonna be able to see the Paris come out of the tree. Then I'm gonna be able to see that everything that was taking place underneath the surface was the Leda. And it was the Ibra. I was going through the nine months of the, of the Chadshah Ibra. It was nine months of being Mu'ubaris, being pregnant. But what's gonna come out, the Leda, is gonna come out as the Bani Bechari Yisrael, the beautiful, beautiful Leda of the brand new fresh child that's able to come into the world. Shem Maimen, that we can get ourselves out of bed, have the ability to start all over again. I mentioned once before in the shul that if a person feels, middle of the day, that a person feels in a place of total yish, a person feels like the day's over, 
So there's an Eitzah, a very, very simple Eitzah. Simple, the simplest Eitzah is go to the Mikvah and start all over again. Take a shower, go to the Mikvah, start all over again. But even if, even if you don't have the ability to go to the Mikvah, get into bed and put the covers over your head and then get out of bed again and start the day over at two o'clock in the afternoon, at six o'clock at night. Rabnasan did it late at night. Start it all over again. It does, the day doesn't have to end just because it's one o'clock and it hasn't gone well yet. Just because it's six o'clock at night, just because it's 11.30 at night and it hasn't gone well yet, that doesn't mean the day's over. Get into bed and then get out again like Rabnasan did and say, okay, I got into bed. I finished with that day. I'm done with the day. I'm going to start all over again at 11.30, at 10 o'clock, at 9 o'clock, whatever time it is, I can start all over again. That's the set of Tuba Shvat. Hashem Shalab, we should be zeicha, to know that we can start again and again and again and again. Like Amnassan said, Amnassan said that Chiddush Kamayni Me'olam Le'haisa, there was never a Chiddush like Amnachman in the world, but it doesn't just mean that he was a Chiddush. It means that he taught us how to live that world of Hashachas, how to start again and again and again and again, never to give up, to recognize the roots are still there, the tree's still there. Yeah, the, the fruit have fallen off, the leaves have fallen off. All we need to do is just wait and believe and be maimin, and the fruit's going to come back. And we're a maimin in that. We believe in that. We'll be able to get ourselves out of bed and dance properly. Chaim, chaim.